This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Um, I started something new that what I'm going to do now is I'm going to follow everyone else's lead because every story you read now has to make a reference to it. So what I would like to say is at the start, Rudy's here, Brittany's here, um, I'm here, and then now Judd has joined us. But also, we have a person of color on the show. Yep. Are you getting sick of that? Oh, I've been sick of it, but... You know, I know you have. Just, it's black. That's fine. It's you don't like, have to get cute with it. But why does And you don't have to story... like, alert the media. Like, everybody calm down. There's a black person in the room. I like to, <laughs> I like to just announce it myself. Then it yes. yeah, just de-escalates right yeah. off the top. That's actually the reason Brittany's mom called the cops. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> there's a person of color in Studio A. Oh, my God. She was like, either I'm high or there's a black person here. <laughs> Does the black community understand these are just politicians trying to get your vote? Mm-hmm. That's yes. all it is. Yes. And if anybody like Britney's uh, matriarchal leader, <laughs> before you call the police because you think that there's something wrong, call your friendly black neighbor and they will walk you through your high experience. There's That's no a reason great to advice. There you go. I'm here for the people. So My mom are. would love <laughs> a direct line to you there's and no not for the, yeah, for the worst reasons possible. <laughs> she thinks I you are it. so cute. Yeah. So Judd, yes. Uh, as it was pointed out earlier, ladies and gentlemen, the Minnesota Twins are going to take a, a series from the New York Yankees, whether they lose today or not. They're going to take a series from the Yankees for the first time in 22 years. Jeez. Isn't that, isn't that absolutely incredible? I, I think Byron Buxton's postgame quote last night was, what? No way. I was six years old. <laughs> There you go. Judd, it's it just what's so great about this is you and I sat here uh, and talked about this before the season started, and we both had the impression of watching preseason baseball that this team is a lot better than they've been. So if a couple of guys – now, yeah, I mean, you're a sports reporter. I'm just a hun yuck off the street sitting next to a person of color and a wonderful woman. Oh, uh, so I don't even feel comfortable. You be well, nice to me. That's what they got. I do not feel yeah, comfortable. That's not really weird. Like, I mean, are you sure? Like, she's okay. I'm sure. I'm not even that. No, okay is a high bar. I hit my coffee okay. over three times today, Judd. She knocked your coffee over. It and spilled. She spilled about a gallon of coffee in here today. It's fine. Oh, that is an inexcusable waste, Brett. Really Thank is. You. There's no I mean, come about. on. Be careful with the stuff. Quite talented. Okay, so I want to get back to the Minnesota Twins for a second here. I, I think it's. Hey, like I said, we did see it coming before the season started. Then we lost, uh, uh, what, eight games to people we should have never lost more than about two or three games to. And I went, yep. oh, don't start collapsing on me. Well, they come storming right back. They come home. Do you think the weather has something to do with that, too, that it's just been brutal pretty much everywhere they played other than Miami? You know, I think it doesn't help. But I th- So here's what I like, though. I'll start off with what I like about this team. And this goes back to our conversations the first week when things were going well, too. The starting pitching now, Tom, is just damn good. Like, this is not a fluke. These guys are good. Health provided, the the starting staff is good. Um, Their problem is there are times when I think at the plate, the offense is suspect. But if they could score, you know, yeah. let's say they let's say they could score four to five runs per game, which I don't think in 2023 is asking for a ton, right? Four, you know, four runs, for instance, they're going to be in most games because their pitching now yep. is good. Now, I think the question, like to circle back to what you just said, is as it heats up, you know, as we like, I hear it might get into the 70s in June. God knows. <laughs> you um, heard that? Okay, good. But as it heats up, do the bats get going a bit more? Because I, I love the fact that this team is now built around or based around starting pitching that doesn't include guys who are 42 years old or some guy they signed off the street because he, he was good in 1978. Like, it right. felt like that. Um, and so that's where I think there's a, a potential for sustainability that probably hasn't existed, and I do like that. But, yeah, I mean, 22 years, the Yankees. This is unbelievable. 2001. I know. It is just amazing that, look, there's so many things to get behind here. And a matter of fact, Tevin, as a mm-hmm. person of color, yep, you could share in this with me because Joey Gallo is a person of color, right? I have no idea who you're talking no, about. No, I think is he's just a, a white guy, Tom. 
Is he? I thought he was. Uh, is he really? I think he's just a white guy. I'm sorry. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, so he's like a Sicilian then. Yeah, I think he's just a big, big white guy. But what's so great? Got it. Really? But I think it's interesting that the Twins picked up somebody who hits a lot of home runs, who's named after a guy who ran the mafia and was murdered. What do you think? It's got to intimidate. The intimidation starts before you even get off the plane. The original the Joey yeah. Gallo. Way, dude, way, way, yeah. the long con, yeah. some would say. Yeah. Well, that, did you guys watch uh, uh, The Outfit, or what was the name of it? The Offer. Did you watch The Offer? Uh-uh. Nope. Oh, God, you got to watch The Offer. It's about the making of The Godfather. Oh, it's a okay. phenomenal series. Oh, really I thought that's good. super good. Yeah. And Joey Gallo, the, there's a guy who plays Joey Gallo in the movie. What a psychopath that guy was. Honest to God, so maybe this. So, Judd, is this is this Joey Gallo not a psychopath? Uh, I don't think so, but good. He can hit really, as we talked about uh, on Tuesday's show. He can hit really long home runs. That's yes, good. You got that right. But I did not realize. I guess I shouldn't be shocked because of the name. I did not know about that. There was a Joey Gallo who helped run the mob. That's very interesting. Oh yeah, and he was mob the- stuff to me. I I absolutely love. I'm so fascinated by it. You're right. He is a honky. I never, I never knew that. I'm sorry to disappoint. God, I was trying to pull. <laughs> I didn't mean to buzzkill the entire morning show, the entire show, by coming on and informing you he's just a big white guy. I was trying to buy favor from Tevin by <laughs> by bringing up another person of call, and I just stepped in it. Oh, oh nobody's God. arguing. With me. Thank you so much. Yeah. Great, great what, working with all of you. Want us to defend you now? Yes. Yes. Now I'm supposed to walk around yeah. defending yes. you? Yes. No, no, Tom. It's okay. It's no problem. <laughs> the best I, I mean, Kevin is, is clearly hurt now. Yeah. The best I can it. do is say he's an honorary black man from this point forward. Uh, yeah, I like but that. That's yeah. That's I don't about think you have that power. I mean, we'll try. I'll bring it up at the next meeting. Okay, good. But look at this. I assume because the guy has talent that he was not a white guy. Isn't that a good That's, thing? That is a safe assumption. Yeah, see, there you go. That is right? a safe yeah, assumption. That's all I'm saying. All right, let's get back to reality. <laughs> I want the Twins to stay on this tear. Look, if you can – I was very worried. i got to be honest with you guys. I was very worried after that horrible two series we had, uh, or three or whatever the hell it was. Oh, now, great. Now the Yankees, and you brought it up, they haven't won a uh, series with them in 22 years. But, no, they're handled – I mean – and didn't just beat them, they kicked their ass both games. Yeah, and and again, if they can just score, let's say five, four or five, six runs. It felt like th- there was a stretch there a few weeks ago where they either scored one run or 12 runs, Tom. And it's yeah. like, you don't need to yep. score 12, you don't need 12, 10, you don't need 10. Um, but yeah, it just, it feels like there is far more hope. They, they were in first place, you know, almost all of last year before Cleveland passed them, I think, finally in September. And the Twins, at that point in time, just fell apart completely. Yes, they did. But, you know, I was always skeptical of that team. I, I always thought, because the pitching I didn't think was good enough, and there were things about that team where when they did fall apart, it didn't shock me. This feels like it's built, it's built with more sustainability. I also love the fact that they now have in Michael A. Taylor – a center fielder behind Buxton who can play all the time. Yeah. So yep. you know, you know, so you're not running out guys who are. You, there, nothing drove me more crazy as, as a frequent um, viewer of Twins games than seeing Jake Cave dive for a ball, miss it badly, and it would roll to the fence. It, it was yeah. Willie Norwood like Tom. Willie Norwood. Norwood. Oh you my know, god! It was like the old days of Norwood and. And Hoskin Powell and Bombo, God bless them all. But um, this feels this feels like they actually have a guy that, that can start in center for as long as they need. Buxton DHs, it's not ideal, but if Buxton plays, it is ideal. If that makes sense, I couldn't agree more. And by the way, you mentioned his name, so I got to tell the story. Just down the road here a little bit, when the queue used to be on Highway 100, 917 North Lilac Drive, as a matter of fact. I went to the, uh, was it just a Byerly's at the time? It wasn't the Lunds and Byerly's right there, uh, just up the road. And Hoskin Powell was in there. Okay. And I had always heard that Hoskin did like to hit the pipe. Did you ever, did, were, you, did, were you aware of that? I don't recall that, but I'm not shocked. Yeah, apparently he liked to hit the That's That was the word anyway. Mm-hmm. So I see Hoskin Powell. I remember, God, they tell me the guy's hitting the pipe all the time. So good for him to get a little relaxation. 
I watched him for about two minutes because he was kind of just in the air. He was in the, uh, the produce section, okay? And I had to buy a bunch of stuff and, you know, move it around. Uh, at least three minutes while I was in the produce section of that Byerly store, Hoskin Powell was holding a muskmelon or cantaloupe in his right hand, staring at it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there. Oh, my God, I've been there. I have a thousand percent been there. <laughs> What is going through your mind at that point? Like when you are staring at the melon, what is going through your mind that causes you to examine it that closely? Oh, first off, you don't realize you've been standing there that long. And then you have, when you do realize, you go, oh no, how long have I been standing here? Should I do something normal? And then you all of a sudden, it's so funny if you watch somebody high, they'll all of a sudden like, do something else because they're like, is this what a normal person would do? Like, is this, should I transition to walking now? Like, it's so funny. That's me. Oh, by the way, I got to take take a very quick moment here because I'm looking up at the screen now. We have five people on the air right now, and the video stream looks beautiful. God, you guys did a great job with that. Yeah, well, no question about it. Tevin ups our game a little no, bit. I, say, I didn't do Handsome anything. Handsome fella. I have nothing. Rudy was like, "We're not going to do our first YouTube video is going to be with Tevin on it." <laughs> and I was like. All right. Really? I hate to disappoint everybody. It's not as You could have stepped it up. Your outfit, you could have honestly. Take the praise, Tevin. Take the praise. Okay, Judd, I have to ask you a question. Yeah. When you guys are on the show every day, do you live stream YouTube? Um, We don't live stream it all the time. If we do post-game shows, we do. Yeah. Uh, For the most part, Declan rolls on it, and then uh, it comes out. Once we're done. Okay, so that's yeah, what we're it, doing. It's not live. Yeah, that's it's not live. You think that's better because it, the only problem we have with that is that, uh, you know, up on YouTube, if anybody comes in here like a guest and drops the F-bomb, they're going to pull you right off the YouTube. Well, swearing's okay. Their biggest mm-hmm. concern is having unlicensed music or yep. anything yeah, else that you can't have. Huge. That's really the big thing. The other it's thing huge. that we are looking to do is to make sure that we have control over it. So if there is anything that you know yeah. we want to have taken out, that's. But for the most part, it really is all about YouTube pull, giving you strikes and pulling you down. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. Because then that way we can, if there are moments where we can play something on the air, like a piece of music, mm-hmm. we can go back, edit the video, take that out okay, of the YouTube video, and then good we still idea. have it for the actual yep. show. It doesn't hurt the audio of the show. Excellent. So that, yeah, Tom. Tom swearing fine. Pink Floyd. Forget about it. You're yep, done. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, if you hear a Rolling Stone song, you are off. If you drop an f bomb, it's like, hey, welcome to YouTube. Thank you. Yeah, so that's true. Oh, so YouTube doesn't mind that because I was oh, told no. they do. So, but but and, I don't know. And well, you and I dealt with this a lot. Yeah, because you can brand. So essentially, like when you're creating your page, you tell YouTube like. Is this for kids? Is this gonna have oh, yeah, whatever? Yeah. And then they let it slide. But yeah, music. If you even hum a song, they're like, "Hey, did you get permission to hum?" And then, song? Yeah. well, he's right. And then on top of it, you can say like, "Hey, we're going to use copyrighted music." It just will be like, okay, then you'll get zero money if yeah, this brings right. in any money. <clears throat> right. Because, yep. like, remember when we were trying to live stream when you were DJing? Oh, yep, yeah, that got yeah. taken down all the time. Yep. Yeah, but then if you admit that, like, hey, I will accept that I will not make any money off of this, they're like, okay, cool, go well, for it. And speaking of this, just because I'm being money off of music, yeah. did you know that, so Diddy, he did the cover of Every Breath You Take based yeah. off of Sting? Yep. So he didn't get permission before he made I the know. song. He pays Diddy, like, Seven hundred eighty thousand dollars a year. I saw that to continue to have <laughs> that song. Yeah, so like, wild. Close to a million. Yeah, it's it not was, bad. Yeah, Sting had said something like, "Yeah, he pays me two thousand dollars a day," and then Diddy went back and was like, "It's actually more like five thousand yeah. dollars a day." Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. That's so. How wild. do you not get permission? Right. right? Like how, I know. How but do you just think to yourself, "I'll just sample this song and take it"? Maybe yeah, he was weird. worried he was going to say no, so he's like, "I got to." Prove to him how good of a song it's going to be. Not a good idea. No, no. Let's not prove anything to anyone. Calm down. So uh, it's it's going to be true. I've never I've never been on YouTube on a show before. I don't think because uh, you know the, the queue is not going to. Wouldn't they have to spend a dollar to get that done? Uh-huh. Yeah, something like that. The phenomenal people over yep. at Cumulus. Um, so yeah, it's it's rather interesting. But what I'm telling you, the reason I even brought this up, I'm looking at at the the frame. It looks really really good. I mean, it, it absolutely looks really good, except for, for I looked at the frame, the framed pictures of the five of us in a political manner. I would be 
by far the most far left human being on the picture, and Tevin would be the most far right. So are you happy? With, are you comfortable with that? You're far right. In the I picture? think so. I forget which side I'm supposed to be on depending on what day it is. But yeah, <laughs> exactly. I think that I think that works for me. I like that. No, but the middle, Tevin. Take the middle. <laughs> Tip of the cap to all you guys. It looks really, really good. And once you start, they can start watching about what time, Rudy, during the day. Uh, should we have on YouTube? Probably like around uh, the same time we get the show pushed out. About eleven thirty noon. Oh, same there. time then. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Excellent. Eleven thirty or noon. And so Tom, yes, this sir. is where this is where the kids are, and I'm not joking. Yeah. Oh, that's what I hear. Yeah. Are coming for your the, kids, and I regret saying people, that you, immediately. But <laughs> I'm not kidding. You are going to find out that people are going to discover you who never turned on the radio and are probably like 25. No doubt about mm-hmm. it. There's no question about that. They got enough problems the way it is. You know, Tevin, how old are you now? Uh, 31. God, you're I'm in the up, 30s. I'm up there. I'm up there. Yep. We Tell need a new aging, young man. person. I'm up there. Yeah, you like you 24 definitely do need when I new. met you? Yeah, I was like at yeah, 22, <laughs> 23, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Unbelievable. Well, what happened was, and I'll be right up front, uh, does your mom still live over in Osceola? Uh, no, she's over in Hutchinson now. She's in Hutchinson now. Yep. Okay. Oh, that's right. I remember that. Yep. But she's in Osceola, and uh, she's the only person that does not like uh, Tevin on the show. She said, he's, he no, I just don't like him. Get him off your show. It turned out it was your mother. Yeah. 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 No, I was like, Mom, you have to stop calling in. Stop calling in, Mom. I know it's you. But in any case, yeah, so great job. Uh, you got all you guys, and I know, you know everybody in this, uh, well, I shouldn't say everybody in this office because I had nothing to do with it, but it looks really good, the the way it sets up and all. It, it's nice. Sorry. I went on and on there a little bit. No, it looks fantastic. It does. It looks great. Exactly right. Uh, so we got uh, Suckwad uh, basketball team. Ugh. They played hard. A, yeah, last what, two oh, games. What is four and one? Stop! It's a disappointing. It's a disappointing <laughs> end to a it's disappointing definitely still, season. It's definitely still disappointing. But Ant looked great the last mm-hmm. couple of games, so that's hopeful. But then you got your hockey team, which is about to get their ass kicked. Well, yeah. they did last night. That was yeah, a they huge did disappointment. Night. It was. They they they, uh, they bleeped the bed last night. I mean, game five, <laughs> huge game. They 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 played awful. I don't understand it. It was terrible. Got me very worked up. I understand. So basketball, professional basketball, well, and college basketball in this state now sucks. We got to do something about that University of Minnesota team because I love watching Minnesota, University of Minnesota basketball. Love it. You are so right. I've always said this. Okay, so so my passions are hockey, football, and baseball. Mm-hmm. But I've always said in all of the events that I've gone to in th- this town. When golfer basketball is good, and it's been years now, so there's a group of people that are going to be like, what are you talking about? Yes, when, yes. When, when golfer basketball is good, back in the old days when you had a Saturday afternoon Big Ten game in the barn and it was rocking, I don't think there was a better venue in town to be at as far as the excitement. Uh, there's no question about that. And the barn is just so special. Do you ever play basketball on that floor? Uh, no. I've been on that floor like twice, and it's cool. But that's it's, it is that's cool. it. Yeah, it's it's very fun to play on. Like just because it's it like is. an elevated surface, everybody's yep. kind of lower. It feels yeah. It's I've played on it once. And it's only it fun. One problem of playing on that court: don't fall off. Is when you're playing with Don <laughs> Shelby and he takes all the shots. That's all I'm saying. That and you know he's a damn good basketball player. Did you know Which, that? No, but that Don Shelby is one hell of a good basketball player. Kind of what? I mean, I, just because from my perspective, all I do is see him on TV yes. like, delivering the news. So I'm like, ah, it doesn't seem he doesn't showcase his athleticism on the show. He's a very good athlete, actually. Yeah, he really is. He's full of surprises. That one. He is indeed. I think the world. He's a huge man. hoops guy too. Huge, enormous yeah. hoops guy. He goes way back. Um, but yeah, the the issue is as. Tevin said, I, I would think the only bad thing, and it was actually, it's an advantage when the Gophers are good, which again, mm-hmm. they have not been for years. Um, it's an intimidating place because when that place is full, it gets really loud. It's really cool. And opposing players are very afraid, to Tevin's point, about flying off the floor. Yeah, it's definitely a psychological element to it where you don't maybe take that extra half step to save a basketball or whatever yeah. else. Yeah, yep. I just made a huge mistake forgetting we were on camera. I'm going... Brittany, get your head out of your ass. <laughs> I'm no, holding that, up a piece of paper. That's the charm, Tom. No, no, no. Yeah. Don't don't stop that. Like, like you're on camera, but it's the show. It is so the like, show. Don't, yeah. So, like, don't suppress your 
your ability to <laughs> joust and cajole. I just can't wait I for will. the viewers to see Brittany like frantically waving at Rudy to get his attention to like turn mute up the my mic, mic so I can or cough. Yeah, whatever yeah. it is. Well, no, did you see what they put in? Oh, you got the cough. Look at this. Okay. Oh, like, it's here, brother. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna do that from now. Let's talk to Judge Zolgit. There you Sounds go. like Star Trek. It is Star Trek. You're beaming in. We have to take a break here. We'll be right back in a couple of minutes. More with the fellas right after this. There's plenty of thoughts that come into your head when you think the name Killebrew. Of course, there's the Minnesota baseball legend, Harmon, who was responsible for many a favorite memory at the old Met Stadium in Bloomington and many a baseball that ended up in the stands and in the gloves of adoring fans from his home runs. There's Killebrew Drive, the legendary road that connects Highway 77 to the Mall of America and a day of shopping you'll never forget. My current thoughts for the name Killebrew is fun floats in our kitchen with my kids and grandkids. A cool, refreshing break in between innings at Target or CHS Field. Or maybe a perfect sunset paired with a sweet, frothy beverage after fishing or on your favorite walleye lake. Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Grab a six-pack at a grocery or convenience store near you. I'm Tom Bernard. This spring and summer, enjoy the one Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Gluten and caffeine-free with a generous portion of delicious thrown in. Killebrew, where memories are created and legends are made. As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the Giza Dream bed sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton. It's called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors. Mike's latest incredible deal is the sale of the year. For a limited time, you'll receive 50% off the Giza Dream Sheets. You'll receive a set for as low as $29.98. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square, and use promo code TOM. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow 2.0 mattress topper, MyPillow towel sheets, and so much more. Call 800-516-5146. Use promo code TOM. Or go to MyPillow.com. Make sure you use the promo code TOM. All right, Judd, we're BFFs. We don't have secrets between us. Tell us, tell me what you did to lose weight now, immediately. What what I did was I I contacted my friends at Livia Weight Control Centers, and they did the rest because their program is easy as it gets. In fact, I dropped uh, right around 40 pounds, and here's the most important part. Because of their expert dietitians and nutritionists, they have helped me keep that weight off. And that's the most important thing. We've all lost weight previously, right? We drop the weight, but it comes back on. Well, this is different. And here's the best part. Right now, if you join, first three months free. That's right. First uh, three months free. Cruise into summer looking good and feeling good. 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A. Livia, L-I-V-E-A dot com is your ticket to the weight loss. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. It is 924, now 24 minutes after 9 o'clock. And just to prove to you all, because I didn't even know this, that there is a God. Want me to prove it to you right now? Hmm. I just talked to Rudy about 10 minutes ago about the live stream. Is it going to be live? Is it going to be put on later? And then I kind of implied, well, I wouldn't worry about a live stream because nobody's going to drop the F-bomb. It's just not going to happen. It's too unprofessional, so don't even worry about it. We're in that break, and during the break, 
I gave uh, Brittany not one but two fingers, and I look up, and there I am on camera giving her two. So who's the first one that dropped the ball? That'd be me. That was the first thing I thought of was you're really? giving her the double bird to the camera. I was like, Didn't this is going to be a great meme or a gif. The she had no it. reaction at all. Can you no, tell? Had no reaction at all. <laughs> like, Can you like tell the didn't life face I live? One bit. I know. She's just used to it. She's used to me didn't giving even her flinch. the finger. Didn't even flinch. Ah, oh, God, I tell you, it's what a world. What, what a world. world. Uh, I should mention, by the way, because uh, Rudy's mentioned a couple of things he's going to be doing, uh, making some appear- appearances and opening for, well, I, I don't want to tell him who you're opening for. You tell him. Yeah, so uh, May 19th and 20th, I'll be at Bricktown Comedy Club in Oklahoma City, opening four shows for Adam Carolla. Hey. Hey. And then uh, and then tonight, uh, headlining House of Comedy, Mall of America, show 730. You can get tickets, houseofcomedy.net. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Plenty of action. We got to sabotage him. Uh, Rudy, don't listen. We have to sabotage Rudy because if he gets too big, he's going to leave us. So he's going to hit the road. So Corolla, man, that's awesome. I know. Isn't that huge? Great. Thank you. Adam's a great that guy. That is really cool. That's so exciting. Really, really great guy. No question about it. That's all I'm saying. And then tomorrow night, what do you got cooking, Judd? Oh, big night. It's our uh, surly draft party, which will be held at Park Tavern in SLP, of course. Uh, it'll be in the 11th frame, which is that back room there. Yeah, great room. We're going to uh, start to take people in the room at 6 o'clock. The draft starts at 7. We will be live on YouTube as well, but at the Park Tavern for the duration of the draft. And it's really interesting because right now we have no idea what the Vikings are going to do. There's been talk they might trade up. There's been talk that they might trade back. We don't have a clue uh, but it's going to be a good time, and of course, you are, are all invited. And I think Tom, th- that you said that you were going to try to stop by Park Tavern. I correct? am indeed. I'll probably come by that sometime in that six o'clock hour, so I'm not in the way during the draft, the actual draft. But I just want to come over and show some support for you guys, and Appreciate then I'll get that. the hell out of your way and go home. Oh, you you can stick around. Can I drink beer with? Brittany? No, you can't. We'll you and I have talked hammered. about this. Hey, we are done with that portion of our Quitney. lives. Quitney. Quitney. What are you doing? Quitney. Let me tell you a story. Hey, let me tell you something. We're in a fist now, fight. Now, Britt, you seem pretty young, though, to to be done. So, Thank like, you. you know. I am young. Oh, there's more to that. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I quit. I've, dr- I've quit drinking over 10 years ago. I was in my 20s when I uh, had to retire. So that just showed you... How drastic it was! If I still couldn't. Was it after the night that you got punched in the face? It, it was after, library, but yeah. not as oh. soon after as it should have been. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. oh, yeah, wait you, a minute! You know when like a college prospect tears her ACL and then doesn't go on to play <laughs> right, in the pros? That's right. what Brittany did. Yeah. Taken down in her prime, you could have been one of the greats. Oh yes, uh, the greats! Yeah. I'm telling you, I retired at the top of my game. Is all I'm gonna say. And it was it was time. It was very obvious for everybody involved. <laughs> hey, for the good of the show, this sounds like a story that probably needs to be told. I'm just going to throw that out there. Chad, I just claimed that you were my best friend, and you are feeling like it right now. <laughs> that was for the purposes of a spot. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, there you go. I'll come for you, son. Did you and I quit at the same time? Because that was about uh, yes, 11 you years ago. A, well, I do have to say I quit a little before you. Oh, you did? Okay. So I was kind of a trendsetter. And I was working at the queue the night that I was a trend. You were like, <laughs> you were like, gave okay. up drinking before it was cool. Yeah. And I remember at the time you were working from your house, I think. And I, I faxed you, hey, good luck, because you went off on your journey. Was it like 11, 12 years ago, something like that? Yeah. Yep. You faxed him? Yeah, that's how we communicated back then. Faxing. Yeah. What, are you going to come for us now? <laughs> I'm coming I'm for you, man. Just, I just, I'm just a young person faxing my life away. <laughs> So yeah, it's I don't really know for sure, but it was a I think it was either eleven have, or twelve years ago. Here, I'll look. It's a I've, long time. My ago. sober uh, birthday's coming up, and I have the year on there because I always forget. Uh, Twenty ten. That's when I quit drinking. Thirteen years ago. Yeah. Wow. This, so it has been twelve. This July. For me. Yep. Because I quit on my like did I quit on Easter? Or something rem- like that. It was yeah no it was yeah it was no it was after me. I'm was, just clarifying. No, like, but I mean, it's quite a bit. <laughs> Damn it, Tom. I'm an expert in quitting drinking. She first. She needs to have this one. Yeah. Don't, don't you take credit for this. this for so it did. What a pain you in think the you, ass. I don't think it was a whole year later, though. I'm saying, Flip like, I think again. it was in 2010 still. 
I'm trying to remember when I quit drinking because I, I can, can't remember. I can find the day. Oh, you do, quickly. do you have the fax receipts? Yeah, I th- here's what I want to know. First of all, why did you have to communicate by fax? And second of all, was was it the old school fax paper that, that would like roll up on you? Well, I didn't get it. So I would fax Tom all the morning stuff. Like, here's all the okay. stuff. That's how, you know. And, and by the way, I'm done drinking. No, and then I found out he quit drinking, so I said, hey, good luck on your journey. Been there. I was trying to be positive, but I, like, didn't want to, like, you know, it was also a company, so I didn't yeah. want to be whatever. And, you know, Tom would come into the studio here and there, but it was just one of the days that you weren't in there. Right, and yeah. so I was faxing. I remember writing him a little message like, hey, I would do that all the time. Like, if it was 7-Eleven, I'd be like, happy Slurpee Day. I'd, like, add to the little fax. Because I would keep in mind, I was alone on the overnight studio. So I was, like, right, right. dying yeah. for interaction. So, like... And then, then somebody would come in, and I'd be like, "Get out of here!" Um, but yeah, I could find the date for sure. I know. I have no idea. I thought it was March something. That was right around because my mother died, I think, on March twenty second or something like something. Like that. But that was two thousand eight. That would have been much earlier. But I think it was. Bo- it still bothers me to this day that my mother's dead. Is that not a good thing? Yeah. Right. Yeah, Fifteen I think, years, I think man. Most people would bother them to some degree but it never goes away it's no. that part sucks i hate that no when other I, I people think, die no I, wait, go I think the death of a parent is processed differently by every person yeah i really do yeah you're i don't right think there's that. a right, right or wrong rule i think you're right about that my aunt sings at a lot of funerals she's an opera singer oh sure and oh really she told me a story once where uh she was at a funeral singing for a gentleman who had passed away and the son got up to deliver the eulogy. He got up to the pulpit. He bent down into the microphone and said, my father was a terrible, awful peop- a person, and we're all glad that he's gone. And he turned around and walked away. There was not a tear shed at the funeral. Nobody's, nobody batted an eye. They just went, yep, he was right. And they just went on. And that was that. And then she finished up the funeral, got paid. They buried his body. Not a, a total dry eye to be seen in that, in that church. Crazy. Why would you bother with a funeral to do right. that? Just have the person cremated and be done with absolutely. it. Be done with it, exactly. Yep. It's absolutely true, but uh, yeah, that. as a matter of fact, we'll get off the subject here. It's not morose, though. It's just part of living and all the rest of it. But my mother died on Easter Sunday in 2008, okay? I promised myself, when I walked in and I looked across the room this long, it's probably 70 feet away, I could see my mother's casket, and she was laying in it. And I said, there's no way I'm going to go look at that. And I promised myself that day, and it's held true, I will never go to a funeral again. <laughs> no way. These make me way too sad. Even if I didn't even know the person, I don't want to go to a funeral, right? But yeah. what if I already have in my, like, what, what I want to happen is, like, you give my eulogy. I never liked, Brittany. I'd like you to know <laughs> that... And keep in mind, things have gone horribly wrong if I die before you. I'm just going to yeah. say it. That would not you, be good. Especially since you gave up drinking so much longer before he did. Yeah, you yeah. quit way before time. Way make that very clear. started the trend, some would say. By the way, I should mention that, that many, many people in the business have told me that it's interesting that, that, I, that I should have probably quit drinking, but I, I had no problem. A lot of people quit drinking, they go through DTs, and they go through this and that and the other thing. I, there was not a problem. To this day, I don't give a rat's ass. I didn't care that day, and I still don't care, right? I had my fun when it was there, I'll tell you that. That's why I feel like you're not an alcoholic, and it drives no, me nuts. You're not. like, yeah. I just gave it up, and whatever, did something else, and I'm like, all right, right. you most, don't get to be in our club, sorry. Yeah, most people have some like traumatic story, like I was drinking my second case of bush light for the day, and <laughs> whatever, ended up well, no, naked in a field that. somewhere. I didn't say that didn't happen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that's a different Give me idea. five cases of cores right now. <laughs> Give me another well, my friend Dougie Dixon. Oh, by the way, I want to thank, uh, it was Channel 5, as a matter of fact, I do believe. Uh, Doug Dixon is a very good friend of mine. He has a son who's uh, incapacitated in ways. He's in a wheelchair, plays wheelchair basketball. I, that was on Channel 5, I believe. I what? believe uh, just a few days ago. But Dougie, I miss you. I love you, pal. He's one of my favorite people on earth. Just a, just a great guy taking care of his son, just a wonderful father and a great friend. But I do remember when Dougie would come to my house, he would go to the refrigerator, he'd grab a beer, and three for me. (laughs) (laughs) 
I will never. He brought one for himself and three for me. I could pound beer like a madman. Woo! Okay, that's impressive. Oh, I could drink a lot of beer back then. I had like three to one. Beers. That's impressive. Yeah, I drank forty-seven beers one night at Runyon. Jesus, forty-seven. No, that's oh yes. It was over like a six-hour period. But still, still. so like, it's crazy. Tim and I are like, no, 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 don't discredit that. I spaced <laughs> don't it out. Don't discredit yourself. Yeah, exactly. It was um, twenty thirteen. You quit drinking. So it was only ten years ago. Yeah. Which is quite a bit of time. Yeah. When, so when was it, though? Was it in the spring? That, it was March. So you're it right. was March. I thought so. Yeah. Just before my, my mother's death day or whatever. Yeah. I mean, many years later, five years later. But uh, no, I, I, if you're thinking about it, unless you, you know, are addicted to it, that's going to be a much bigger problem. But quitting drinking is not that anywhere near as big a deal as everybody thinks it is. No, and I feel like it gets easier to quit. Like the older you get, because you're like, yeah, I'm just probably. tired of feeling hungover <clears throat> and whatever else. And yeah, probably let's true. Go, let's go back to this 47 over a right. six hour period. One short of two cases. One short of two <laughs> cases. And by the way, you know how I found out I drank? I, I brought this up, I think, a couple weeks ago. But I found out it was 47 because um, we were sitting around. There were three other guys, and they were just hammered. Mm-hmm. I never got that hammered on beer. Wine, I could get nuts and whiskey oh. or tequila. You're get away somebody. from Tommy. Get away from him because he's a psychopath. But, yeah, so they're sitting around, and I said, hey, why don't you give me the keys because you guys are pretty hammered, and I'll just drive home. It's not that big a deal. And the server goes, what? I said, I'm not even slightly drunk. He goes, well, it seems that way, but that's not possible. I said, why? And he goes, look. And he takes out about this four-foot-long uh, printout of all the stuff that we had been drinking because yeah, they print it all yeah. out before they give you the bill. I had 47 anchor steams that night. And Runyon's is, Runyon's is still around, correct? Yeah, I believe yes. so. They probably yep. still tell that story at the I bar know. to this yeah. day. Could you imagine being the server? Like, you guys will never believe no. he drank 47. 47 they, the receipt's hanging on the wall in the back. <laughs> it probably is. It doesn't yeah. even have to be because it's Tom Bernard. It's just no, like no, a crazy no. story. Yep. Yeah, they tell that story like Paul Bunyan. Like, he was six foot nine. <laughs> yes. and he came in with eyes like you fire. Guys, that song. Do you remember Big John? Oh, yeah. yeah, it's like that song. Okay, now, uh, Greg Gagne told me this story, and then other people told me the story as well. They went, yeah, big deal. What do you need a big deal? They were on the tour with Andre the Giant, Yeah, 156 beers. I don't know if it was in one day or he stayed up overnight to do a 156 beers. And when he got up to go upstairs to go to bed, he took some more with him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, put put the whole case under his arm and walked away. That was that's, like what he was gonna drink before he went to bed. Yep. That's yeah. what they yep, yeah, exactly right. You know, like ignoring the fact that it's alcohol. I would pee myself oh, yeah. in that's my funny. sleep immediately. Like I drink a water bottle and I'm like, we'll see if I make it. All right. Or if I go to like the bar <laughs> if I go to the bar and drink like Three beers, four beers. Like, I'm going to the bathroom constantly. Like, I know. Alcohol makes you go to the bathroom. I, oh, God, You drank yes. 47. I, you'd spend half the time in the bathroom. Yeah. Which I did there. anyway. Yeah. So, you know, all How are you going to get in a fight? You're right. peeing all the time. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't get mad I got a feeling. I, got a, I, I think that the giant probably peed his bed and just didn't care. Probably true. Yeah. He that doesn't strike true. me as the type of guy who's like, oh, i got to get to the bathroom. He strikes me as the type of guy as, ah, I'm just going to pee in my bed. Right. And because nobody's making fun of him if they catch him. Oh, uh, like, no. <laughs> they catch him. <laughs> no. They jump no. out. Mr. Giant, sir, can I take this mattress to the garbage for you? Yeah. I love it. Judd, always wonderful. We will talk to you tomorrow. We'll see you uh, tomorrow as well. All right. Talk to y'all. Thanks a lot. Judd's all good. Ladies and gentlemen, score north. Taking care of business. And are we going to do a direct segue? We can. Oh, look at that. Ladies and gentlemen, the lovely and talented. <laughs> God, what's his name again? Brad something? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah Blake. Blake's, whatever you want to call me, Tom. Look, um, you on hey, camera Brittany. for the first time in 40 years. Yeah, yes, look at this big head coming right <laughs> at you. Yeah, well, um, yeah. You know, uh, it's very clean. Look at that. Yeah, it is. Quite clean. It's the Frasier Crane head, they tell me. Um <laughs> Just a quickly, quick okay. note on the beer. Um, I, an Australian legend, David Boone, he's a cricketer. Uh, in 1989, he drank 52 cans of beer 
from flying from Sydney to London on an aeroplane. <laughs> and, um, and he won't speak about it. He keeps it, you know, uh, cricket is a kind of like like similar sport to baseball. And, uh, and but he's, he doesn't talk about this amazing feat, but it's a legendary Australian story. I'm very impressed with you. You, you said you took down 47? 47, top? yep. It was over that's, about a six-hour period, so it's really not that much. That's... What's only eight an hour? I mean, it's not that big a deal. (laughs) Unbelievable! One every seven minutes. I did twenty-seven Coronas at um, uh, (laughs) Travers Stakes Day in two thousand and seven, and I'd given up gambling for a couple of years, so I wasn't gambling. So when you don't have one vice, you pick up the other vice. Sure. And um, I got into a deep chat with a woman uh, who wanted to have plastic surgery and oh, um, it was oh, a big no. group of people and I said oh, oh, I no. said yeah 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 I sh- <laughs> look I would never do this to now and it was from the corona and I said to her if you just lost 20 pounds you wouldn't need to cut oh, your face oh my yeah. god <laughs> sorry it's a terrible thing I said uh Brittany and that's why you shouldn't drink 27 coronas yeah but I don't didn't, I didn't want to see him. She didn't. She had a beautiful face. She was a beautiful girl. She just needed. When compliments go bad. Like, like is that yes, funny? Like, it's yeah. not casual. Four pounds, five pounds. No. 20, 20 pounds, pounds. is, uh, yeah. that's a big undertaking, yeah. my friend. Yeah. That's coming from an oaf like me, too. <laughs> an oaf. They were just leaving a lime on the table, and I was just sucking that yeah. as I was smashing yeah. the coronas. <laughs> What's more impressive than the 27 coronas is that you lived to tell this story right? after telling a woman she needed to lose 20 pounds. Do you know what's funny, yeah, too, that, is you know, yeah. and, I, you know, I'm not saying it's because it's a woman, but you know those kind of people who are fishing. Like, you know, if I just had this surgery, she's expecting you to say, no, you're gorgeous. Like, stay exactly the way you are. No, love, if you lost 20 pounds, you'd be a knockout. My my critique is not with your face. It's with your stomach. The whole table turned. Like, the whole table just – no one knew what to do or where to look. Oh, that's so – Anyway, Funny. But I, I remember I walked out of Saratoga race course. It's beautiful up there in summer. It was a, a oh, this is this even gets better. After about my fourth Corona early in the day, uh, I ran into Bill Parcells. Uh, oh, Tom, sure. so I had a bit of confidence. Four into me already. It's a hundred degree day. I am sweating. I'm wearing a suit, but my you know just sweat patches everywhere. And I walk up to Bill and I went, "How yeah? How would I go on your team back in the day?" And he looked me up and down. He goes, you wouldn't have even made it on my bench, young man. He kind of just laughed at the mess I was and walked away. And I remember, you know, after the 27th beer and the races had finished and you walk outside the race course and onto the next pub outside, I, uh, I, I about 100 yards away, uh, young guys were walking out with a big cooler and the cooler handle broke and it fell onto the ground oh. and beers started rolling along the street. I took off like it was a hundred yard dash. I sprinted <laughs> the best I'd ever sprinted. And in one foul swoop, I just went down with my hand and picked up one long can of beer and picked it up, opened it up and just smashed it. Oh, and, uh, I love my, it. my friend said, I'd never seen you that agile, Brad. You were, you were, you were <laughs> unbelievably agile after drinking 27 beers. But anyway, that was my only great feat in drinking. Although I do love beer, but Tom, 47, incredible. And in the times I met you, though, you were drinking more red wine. Oh, yes. I, that I, was I a think. whole different deal. Yeah, whole yeah, different setup. Whole different deal. That's good. No question yeah, about um, it. I have to ask well, you I've a question. A, yes, sir. Go, go. Yes. This is for all four of you. Because you mentioned his name, and twice in my life, once in Florida and once here, somebody thought I was Bill Parcells. I don't think I look anything like Bill Parcells, do I? Yeah, you know, I guess a little. Now that you mention no, it, a little I bit. I don't see it. No, I mean, like, maybe from a distance, but I think only if you're expecting to see Bill Parcells somewhere. Uh, yeah, you would think, but yeah. I'm like... You demand yeah. respect. You demand. That's uh, what it is. You damn right. Yes. When I was running the Giants, I'd like to point out that. <laughs> yeah. No, that yeah. actually, I get mistaken for a lot of people. I must have a very like middling face or something. I look like a lot of people. I guess. Yeah. Well, I, well, uh, Tom, I, you know, uh, we haven't spoken since you kind of created this viral hit of mine. Like you gave that 
Jennifer Aniston, Adam Sandler thing. Yeah. Another life. Phenomenal. It's, it, it's yeah. everywhere. Is it's it so really? Because, Brad, I follow you. I think I follow you on TikTok. And so I was on TikTok randomly and I saw that video pop up. And I thought it was just your account. And I looked down. It wasn't your account. And what? then it happened again and again. again. That video is everywhere. Is it really? Yeah, I forgot Around to the tell world. you, Tom. Yes. Well, everywhere. Tom, I, I, it must have been maybe one of your listeners. Someone's clipped it off, the, off YouTube and just taken it and then posted it on TikTok. And it's two weeks ago now. And I woke up uh, two weeks ago on a Thursday morning and I had a load of texts from Australia. You know, they're ahead of the time zone. So... Geez, you're, you're on the front page of Reddit. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, Reddit. And like, <laughs> Everywhere. And, and it's on the front page. And it, and it got like 200,000 upvotes on Jesus. Reddit, which an upvote is apparently a big thing, more than a like. And uh, it stayed on the front page of Reddit for the day. And by then it would just it just went. And and now two weeks later it's had, I mean, definitely well over 10 million Oh, yeah. Uh, views. 10 million it's views. And so, like, the other day I saw it on one of my Instagram feeds, uh, like, on one of, like, the big, uh, you know, it, it gives you all the like popular videos. Like, you or whatever trending. And then it tagged Brad Blanks in it, and it was just so wild. So is your social media just going crazy? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's gone. It went nuts. Like, it was crazy. So two weeks, in that actual week, the two biggest videos in the world that week was my video of Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler. And uh, the Dalai Lama get his tongue sucked. Yeah. You know, um, oh, right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What is this the video where she's like telling him to wear something nice or something or what? Oh no, this is where different she, video? Jennifer he uh, Brad's kneeling interviewing uh, Jennifer Aniston and um, Adam Sandler, and he, she's like, "You can stand up. You can stand up." And then he does, and they both go. To Adam goes, "Oh my god, because he's so tall." <laughs> and it's like fear in both that's their awful. faces. Oh yeah. my god! And then they're like, "No, get back!" And then he was like, "That, that that's awful. That's awful." <laughs> yeah. yeah, I scared oh, him, Tim. I scared the hell out of him. It was but, so uh, yeah. funny. But, yeah, there you go, Tom. Thank you. I don't, you know, it's like. You, you were the only one talking about it three weeks ago. So well, you talk about it three weeks ago, then two weeks later. Um, but it's it's been madness. Yeah. I will tell you this: it's gonna. You just caused a huge problem for Bernie, the salesman, uh, director of sales at Hubbard, because I'm gonna be on the phone at 10:01, going, uh, 20 million views. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. go ahead and sell some commercials, bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah, we did our Bernie. part. We, right. Yeah, yeah we did, did our part. part. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, uh, madness. Anyway, well, I've got some things, some interviews today that. I don't think we'll get 10 million views, but um, they're very nice people. Can we take a quick break before you do them? Yes, mate. We'll just take a very quick break. Be right back with Brad Blanks, all 20 million people of them. (laughs) Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, president at North American Banking Company. And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a community bank based right here in the Twin Cities, we believe in taking the time to get to know our customers and their businesses. And part of that is hiring and cultivating a team of experienced lenders. When your business banks with us, you're not training in a new inexperienced banker. In fact, our bankers have worked with many of the same customers for years, earning their trust. We get to know you and your business, and you get to know and rely upon us. When your business is looking to capitalize on an opportunity or solve a problem, we'll be here to help you. Tom here. I know Brad and Mike, and I trust that with my banking, they've personally delivered on everything they've just said. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender? Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell and MyPillow are launching MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes MyPillow even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow, and now with the brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread. The MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you'll ever own. Say goodbye to tossing and turning and flipping your pillow over in the middle of the night. And more great news on the MyPillow 2.0. Buy one, get one free offer with promo code TOM. MyPillow 2.0, with its temperature-regulating technology, is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to receive the MyPillow 2.0 buy one, get one free offer. 
Just when you thought MyPillow couldn't get any better, MyPillow 2.0 gives you the best pillow ever. Promo code TOM or call 800-516-5146 to get your MyPillow 2.0s now. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. I just uh, was sent something by one of our listeners that's hilarious. Uh, and for people who don't know this, you've never been in Minnesota. And this is not a derogatory statement. But in the state of Minnesota, to be Scandinavian is a very big deal. I am not Scandinavian. I think uh, Tevin is, but I'm not. Just like only like 80% Scandinavian. 80%. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, but you, wouldn't you agree that to be yeah, from people, Scandinavia, people, it's a very big deal in Minnesota, right? People are very excitable about oh, it. Like, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. They yeah. have like, like, like is, is that the one that has the those horses they put out front? Like those, like... Which like, one? What are you talking about? They have like those like wooden horse things that they like to put out front and put in places. Yeah, I think you might be right about it that. It has like the design all over it. Like Okay, I so I gave you some ammunition. I'm about to give you some ammunition for the next time you have to hear about how wonderful Scandinavia is because you live in Minnesota. Sweden launches research rocket and accidentally hits Norway. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh. You accidentally hit another country? That's a bit much to deal with. I thought I was bad with directions. Indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, Brad Blank's with us. Uh, it's so great that your your picture is up. I can look right at you when you're talking. Yeah, yeah it's great. It's great. Fantastic. It's great, Tom. Yeah, well, yeah, so I've got uh, a new show. There's a new show on Netflix called The Diplomat. Uh, some people love it. Uh, I some people are a little bit cold on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't mind it. It's like sort of a, it's got a bit more soap opera-ish, but it has that spy element that you know uh, it's about a woman that gets made ambassador to the United States based in uh, London. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a bit of action in the first couple of episodes, but it stars a great actress who I love from the show The Americans. Her name is Kerry Russell. She's phenomenal uh, in it. Yeah, she, she is. is phenomenal and yep. uh, a top top lady. And of course. You know, uh, I don't know if this could be before your time, Brittany, um, you know, because I just know you're still a young lady, but can you remember her on Felicity? Yes, you know, yes, and when yes. she cut her hair, it shook yes. the world. That's that's right, yes. Really? Good, good. good. Yes, Tom, there you go. We, we're talking hair. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah. but uh, I caught up with Kerry at the uh, red, red carpet for this show, uh, The Diplomat, the other night. Yeah, he's why do we like her? Why, like I've seen the first two episodes. Why? Why is she a hero to me? Um, yeah. Well, it gets better and better. I have to say, right. by episode three, I really like her. Oh, um, really? Yeah, <laughs> things get great. Things get wild. Yeah. She is really human. She's a mess. She's complicated. She's flustered constantly. Right. She's not great with people. <laughs> um, and it's nice to see that in people in these high-powered positions. Yeah, there's been a lot of people, your co-stars, have been talking about your hair in this, which I find... What do they say funny. about it? Well, I'm so the, curious. The, the big tall guy who's your right-hand man in the show yeah. said, oh, well, it's my job to brush her hair in this. <laughs> that's very funny. Well, I'm glad someone is. Right. Yeah, yeah. Do you feel that that's what they have to do to help you? Yeah, they're that's, always kind that's of a metaphor. watching me like, oh, oh, God, is she going to make it? And, and everyone's like, I'm not sure. But that's fun. And I said, well, you've been known for your hair for 30 years. Why should should it be any different? Well, right. Why well, should it be? I'm glad Atos wants to take care of my hair. That's right. Beautiful hair. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> Kerry Russell, thank you. Thank you. So the much. diplomat. The diplomat. Yes. Woo. Very good. Good chick. Top top lady. Her <laughs> fellow is there, uh, Matthew Reese, who was the husband in the Americans. They they met on set in in that show and got married and I think they had a kid. And he's a Welsh guy and I reckon he could drink probably twenty two beers. Tom, yeah. In his day, 20, of twenty-two is good. Yeah, yeah, he's good. I, yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a, <laughs> seems to be a, a beer drinking Welsh rugby fan. Yeah, uh, but a, but a good actor as well. He's in that Perry Mason show. Oh yeah, that's just, yeah, uh, yeah. That's just back on HBO. But anyway, the Diplomat. I've enjoyed the first few episodes, but you know these streaming shows. You know, there's so many of them now. Yeah, you, know, you, you we can't watch them all, but. Some are some are awesome. Some are all right. You know, um, what what are you watching right now, Tom? What's we, your by coincidence? What, two nights ago, Catherine and I watched the first episode of The Diplomat, and we thought oh. it's unusual, but we liked yeah. it. We liked. It. I know. I can't put my finger on it either. Right. Yeah, and I'm like, right. Yeah, it's this is all right. This is yeah. Um, so I'll I'll persevere, and, and you know, I posted the interview up on my Instagram of her and Kerry Russell, and people on it are like, oh, I love this show. This show is awesome. So. Yeah, you're sort of doing a bit of a you know, straw poll there. So people right. seem to love it when they throw themselves into it. Now, the uh, the, the next character 
I, I have here is Justin Thoreau. You know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Justin, well, he's the was the writer of uh, Tropic Thunder back in the day. That was how he made his claim to fame and then became the long-term boyfriend of, you know, the chick that I scared the crap out of, Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's in uh, uh, the, the TV show that starts Monday night called The White House Plumbers, which is more of a comedic take on the group of guys who commit the Watergate crime. So you've got uh, Gordon Liddy, you know, uh, and I mean, you, you'd run, this is your wheelhouse, isn't it, Tom? You're a, you're a Watergate you know, guru, aren't you? You studied Watergate? What the hell's wrong with you? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's all I ever do. Did did Gordon Liddy, I think, became a radio host? Yes, he did. Absolutely, he did. did. Yep. Yeah, and uh, Woody Harrelson's in it as well, and and Woody Harrelson and Justin Theroux's characters team up and pretty much are a duo in this, uh, uh, but they continually just screw it all up, and and they have their Cuban, uh, their team of Cubans that help them do the burglary into the Watergate building. Um, but the first episode is very funny. It's from uh, the creator or the writer of the show is uh, David Mandel, who is a ex-Seinfeld writer and went on to work on Veep. He, he won a few Emmys for best comedy writing. Anyway, uh, I caught up with Justin Thoreau at the red carpet the other evening. Justin Thoreau, how are you, mate? I'm good. How are you doing? Good, good mate. Oh, the excitement. Yeah, yeah. First. You, do you feel that? Yeah, we just. I think we knew we were making something good you know like because it's always a good sign when you know cast and crew get to work and and laugh a lot you know and um and we had such a great time making this and we spent a, the majority of our time laughing our asses off you have to play it straight though don't you yeah you do i mean you kind of this is the kind of you know satire that you don't want to lean in and wink on or you know you have to play it dead straight and just let the words and the situations be funny you know and uh woody you and him going head to head i mean obviously friendship history there is that is that well we actually met on this project oh we met him we met him before i met him before when he was doing uh, live in front of a studio audience, and he played Archie Bunker. I uh, and so it was only on this that we really kind of bonded and, and hit. And it is off. there a bonding? Oh yeah, a hundred percent. We were all shooting upstate, and we all just had a fabulous time. You know, like and so we we're all sort of in this weird summer camp. Right. Funny to go to summer camp with Woody Harrelson. That would have oh been. God, that would have been fabulous. <laughs> Tomorrow, I do it this summer if he's game. We should ask him if he's. Push out McConaughey, and it just becomes you and yeah, Woody. No, I don't think. I think McConaughey comes with the package. Unfortunately, fellow, great to meet you, mate. Smooth operator, that guy. Yeah. He is so attractive. Did you like him? Wow. We both, me and my husband think he is so, we watched Leftovers and we both are like, yeah, we'd hit that. Wait a second though. Are you talking about Tevin, Rudy or me? Oh, all all of you guys in studio. For sure. I don't fill out gray sweatpants like Justin Thoreau does. (laughs) Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. He's so attractive. I would settle down. Did you feel that, Brad, when you were talking to him? Like sexist. Does he he's well he's yeah, he's well structured, I guess. Yeah, he's got a good hairline. I look at hairlines in most of the That's time. That's your thing, your hairline yeah. guy? <laughs> yeah, well, you, you look at the things you'd love the most, you know, like, uh, you, you know, um, yeah. but no, he was good. I reckon he's quite funny. He's quite good chat. He's upbeat. He's positive, positive sort of guy. So, yeah, they're good on you, Brittany. I reckon you and your husband and him would make a great trio. Thank you. We're working <laughs> on it. We have goals. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Unbelievable. All right, pal, when are you coming back again? Uh, yeah, no, we've got to work it out. I've got to, I've got to get there. I've got to come in like on a Monday and leave on a Thursday. Do, do one of those to. sort of missions. Yeah, you yeah. got to do yeah. it. And that way, the missus can't get too angry at me. Yeah, because yeah, I tend to do do all my work on weekends. Yeah, yeah, that that's kid true. Business. Yeah, yeah. You know we'll take care of it. Thanks, pal. Yeah, thanks, mate. All right, see you, buddy. Talk to bye, you bye. Later. Bye, Brad. Bye, bye, bye. Brad Blanks, bye, ladies. You're going to have to shut his mic off because he'll never. <laughs> I love him. I know. He's a wonderful guy. Have you ever met him in person? Yeah, I've hung out with him many times. Oh, that's true. Going to Vegas. When I was that. an intern, I was in charge of driving right. him to Treasure Island. And it was like the first time in my life where I was like, are you are you a toddler? He'd be like, 
Oh, Brittany, look at that. Look at that bond. You know who lives there? I'm like, no. Look at that. That's so crazy. Everything. He's like amazed by everything. I feel like he's just always 100 miles an hour. Oh. Like there's no slowdown. And he loves everything. He knows my mom's name. He knows everything about you. He, and he'll be like, oh, how's Beverly doing? It's like crazy. Yeah. He like no, gets in your life. Like he's so lovely. Another one. I got very lucky. All you people came, came around. I mean, it's. It's phenomenal. Oh, I should mention, by the way, uh, Catherine and I last night watched a 15-year-old movie. I don't think there's a bigger Ricky Gervais fan on earth than me. I just love that guy. He's, he's just, so funny. He's very funny. He's got that attitude, which I love. Have you ever seen this movie Ghost Town from 2008? Uh, I haven't I seen it. So. I know. I've heard of it, though. You have heard yeah. of it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We thought it was terrific. Good. He is so incredibly good. And what he does, it's it's amazing. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, anybody who's ever on the fence about Ricky Gervais, just go watch the movie The Art of Lying, or The Invention of Lying. The Invention yeah. of Lying yeah. is so funny. Also, his stand-up when he talks about different dog breeds, finding out what they have to do for their jobs, is so funny. Like, it makes me cry laugh. Mm-hmm, right. All right, is that going to do it? Kevin mm-hmm. will be with us on, of course, the family podcast coming up in one hour. Yep. Looking forward to it. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Thank you. Bye.